आप सुन रहे हैं ट्रक शायरी ना कफन में जेब है ना कबर में अलमारी ना कफन में जेब है ना कबर में अलमारी तिजारत वक्त की है तिजारत वक्त की है रफ्तार तेरी लाचारी फॉरन प्लीज ओके टाटा Hyper Radio Broadcast advises safety at all times. Discusses underage riding but celebrates the spirit of motorcycling. And how? milestone of the biker radio broadcast it's sunny here and you can call me shandy so the last couple of weeks the women in biking particularly have had their day in the sun <laughs> don't worry we're not planning on selling you sunscreen although it's not such a bad idea and you know we got to make some money somewhere yeah yeah but you know we'll talk about that in a bit so our guest on the show got to hear that we did a show on friday the 13th dedicated to the spirits that ride with us and she had a story of her own just for you who she she's the diva of touring from bangalore the little girl at heart who's our lady of the road an apostle of motorcycling a loving daughter a true blue friend a tour guide a successful influencer and the lone rider we give you candida lewis candida lewis Welcome to the long way home on the Biker Radio broadcast. Thank you so much. Candida sitting on the red chair. <laughs> Has a super woman logo on it. Don't go. And that is me. And he's headed out. We've got two sons in the sunset because we've got Sunny Yu. Sunny. And Mr. Sandeep Gajjar himself has lent his office to us. Yes. So thank you very much XBHP. Yes, absolutely. So tell us the ghost story. Let's start with that. So what happened? Yeah, where were you? Yeah, so I was leading a group of eight people from Bangalore uh, all the way to Kawai and then Kurg, uh, and because we reached Kurg around four in the evening, straight away we went for river rafting. And by the time we finished river rafting and went uh, to catch some dinner, it was already ten in the night. And Kurg being like an all estate place. Mm-hmm. So we were staying at one of the estates, which were like three, four kilometers right inside. Yeah, and there's like no, uh, no power anywhere, whatever. Hmm. So the whole group was following me, and I was leading. So the estate owner told me that once you reach this particular gate, stand there and give me a call. Okay. So we were riding, 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 and, and uh, I saw that we already crossed seven kilometers on the Odo, and we still haven't reached the place. 
So it was right in the middle of the estate. I couldn't see anything. I could just see this uh, mud path right in front of us. So I just stood there. But while I stopped, the other people zip past me and they stopped ahead. So behind me there was no one. Okay. <laughs> Since I had my gloves on and all that, so I told the people ahead, uh, wait on. I'm gonna give them a call. So I called up this person. And he said, "Come four kilometers ahead, and uh, that's where the estate is." Mm-hmm. And soon after, I cut the call and put the phone inside. Suddenly, there's this voice right beside my ear saying, "Take me!" It just take me. Take me. So it was like chills. Like I just froze for like four seconds or whatever, but I did not look behind. And I just started the bike, and I went and ahead, and I stood at the side of the group. I just got to <laughs> and it was like really, really like, like someone just sitting behind area. me and saying like, and it's a woman like saying, "Take me." A woman. Yeah. <laughs> and it was dark. It was dark. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> But there's a lot of these little stories that I have is because I've been traveling alone so much, and I think that prayers have kept me going and kept me safe uh, in most of the places that I've been to. I think there's this force that is always protecting me, mm-hmm. uh, and that is why I go on to do all these crazy things and ride alone. You're listening to the Michael Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect. Michael Radio Rodcast's first big mic event at the BIC and we met up with big man himself, Deepak Kamath, who was the mentor for the all-women track day event and we got to say hi to him. Deepak Kamath, uh, age is just a number. I'm from Bangalore, and I've been a overland motorcycle adventurer for the last three decades. It is a very interesting event what uh, Riders Planet has been doing. Uh, of late, there's a lot of onus on to support women in different forms of a uh, lot of people uh, volunteering to uh, give them a lot of scope and support to realize what they've always aspired to do. And I think this is a brilliant initiative what these uh, guys have done. And uh, I'm a good friend with Bob. and he reached out to me saying that you know like uh, we want your support just be around i said why not i mean this is a brilliant initiative and uh, we've had some discussion around you know like what can be done next uh, how can we do it better uh, reach out to women because not all uh, you know aspirants can reach delhi and uh, uh, be on the track this day so in fact uh, i was more than happy to uh, be a part of it and when he said you know like do you think you can come down to delhi i said why not it was time to stand up and applaud the riders planet guys for organizing india's first all women track day supported by track furies kudos to rajiv robinson and team at the budh international circuit for chipping in with the venue the triumph and the beamer boys for chipping in with their cleaning machines a big shout out goes to mandy niharika candidas jaswinder sonia suparna roshni anam and ankita who set pulses racing what a glorious day and we also caught up with bob who's the chief riding officer for riders planet how did it go today it went really well it was uh, i think all the women enjoyed it i think this is something that can be built on 
going forward, I think more and more women would want to take part in events like this. Absolutely. And if the women are happy? The women look, uh, do they look happy? They are, absolutely. Fantastic. Dreaming. That's it. Mission, Mission accomplished. accomplished. Good job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also on the 5th of May, we celebrated the International Female Ride Day 2018. The men drank themselves silly and the women revved it hard and scorched the tarmac. It's time to get back to our guests and hit the ignition on the long way home. Go for it, girls. Hi, I'm Candida Lewis and this is the long way home. How many days in a year do you ride? So it's been three years now and uh, in these three years at least uh, eight to nine months every year is what I ride. That's a lot of riding. Or for year, yeah. <laughs> when you're out for longer periods, do you actually stay in touch with people around you or are there long periods of radio silence and, and you don't really care? So every day I make it a point to tell my parents uh, that Today I'm going to be riding these many kilometers and it will take me this much of time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I know in advance like which places have network and which places don't. Right. So I keep them informed. Like when I was riding in India, I knew that Gure's Valley is out of uh, like any kind of connectivity. So I told right. my parents in advance that you might not hear from me for the next five days or a week so okay. don't get too worried uh -huh. so like yeah and they're, I, and they're okay with that and there's, yeah, uh, yeah 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 uh, if they know they're okay with yeah if so. they know they're okay Has if there they been don't any time where uh, you were not able to tell them and then you got to hear no actually they are not because i've always kept them informed but there was one time that i met this group from bangalore in lay and they said uh, we will meet again in Srinagar. So and I, I and I told them that I'm going to be in Srinagar during these dates. But when when they reached Srinagar and I wasn't there, they tried calling me for the next three days and they couldn't connect with me. Mm -hmm. Then they started calling all the hotels in Leh to check whether I actually left from there uh -huh. and stuff. So that is what happens if you have like a very big group to keep informed right. then it's a little difficult but but yeah. when person, yeah when you have just your family so that is how my page started so uh, a lot of my aunties and my friends would ask me so so tell us what are you doing today and keep sending us pictures so most of the places there isn't any network and it's difficult to even send one or two photos and i had a tough time sending pictures to everybody individually mm -hmm. so that's when i created this page on facebook initially it was called uh, chasing the dream mm -hmm. and then i started posting all my pictures there and telling them what I'm doing on a daily basis. But then after that, I somehow changed the name to India on a Motorcycle, which stuck for so long and I'm happy I did that. Yeah, so because of that, I can't believe it's actually grown to so many what people fo following me. Yeah. But why just India on a Motorcycle? I mean, I thought Chasing the Dream was nicer, right? Uh, no, but uh, it didn't know did any kind of geography mm, in that sense. Yeah, and I, I, 
just thought that India on a motorcycle is good because at that time I was covering the whole of India on a motorcycle. You were just setting out, so... Yeah, yeah. but then uh, now a lot of people have been asking me why aren't you changing the name because you're riding to more countries yeah, than so just India. Are you going to consider it? No, so I thought about it for almost a year <laughs> and? Uh, to like kind of change the name. But the world then, on a motorcycle, can we suggest Yeah, that? the world on a motorcycle. Very I, I very try. Very creative. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Even girl on a motorcycle. Yeah, I don't know. That is interesting so, too. Girl so, on a motorcycle. So many things. Huh? But then I stuck to India on a motorcycle because when I was riding in Cambodia with a person named Brad from the US he actually told me that you represent India wherever you go so that is your identity now so don't change it so I just stuck to that and and actually a lot of people know me more by India on a motorcycle than actually Candida Lewis so So in a sense uh, Candida Lewis has morphed into India (laughs) yeah This is the Biker Radio Podcast. Hi, I'm Candida Lewis and this is The Long Way Home. So when did you start uh, riding a motorcycle? When I was 16, around 16 or 15. So now it's been almost 12 and a half years since I've been riding. Daddy's motorcycle? Yeah, Daddy's motorcycle. What was he riding? I think he was riding a CD100, the red one. Mm-hmm. Then he moved on to a TVS Victor. Okay. And he still has that bike. Uh-huh. But yeah. yeah he's, he's still... A, he just loves to travel and uh, he do, doesn't care which bike he's riding and stuff uh-huh. like that. So I want to be that person. A lot of people see me now as this girl who only rides these big expensive bikes. But I'm not that person. I just want to be out there on the road and travel. It doesn't matter on which bike. I love any 110cc to the 1000cc's. You will see in a couple of months which bike I'm actually going to be riding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. What was your first ride? Do you remember? So, because I was so passionate about the bikes, uh, in the beginning I, w- I would always take my friends' bikes. Mm. And once they got to know that, uh, like, when I was in college, we would ride every day like our classes would be only from 7 in the morning till 10.30 and then from 10.30 to 6 in the evening we were out riding I had a good group in college we were like 12 of us who would always every day we would ride at least 60 to 80 kilometers and there are a lot of these waterfalls and different places around Hubli that you could go to so I, I, I think that's where I got it from and even my dad uh, he would always want to go and explore new places so yeah so that's how i got the traveling part in me mm-hmm. but uh but at, th- at that time there was not a lot of social media or clicking pictures so i think that's when i experienced the places and the real thing more because uh it, it, we were just in the moment and uh, 
um, we took in the beauty of the place and not like there was it was not for others it was for for myself mm-hmm. and yeah so i miss that nowadays because now uh i i i have realized that in these days that it, even if you ride a thousand kilometers you ride 10000 kilometers it doesn't matter if people out there don't know what you're doing so that's that's when i started posting so much Mm-hmm. Because that's important for people. It is know. very important if it's your profession, but if you have another profession and biking is just a passion and you're just doing it on the side, then you don't have to be, because you can survive. So I, I realized that uh, mm-hmm. if you are only following your passion, yeah. it will die soon because you can't survive only on that. You need the money to keep you going. I think that's what happens. Dreams die first. No, dreams don't die. They don't die. They don't die. Uh, I think you just have to tweak it a little and <laughs> work mm-hmm. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not the 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 way you would want it to be, but uh, you got to do what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't make you comfortable taking these pictures and posting it, and it, it's it really is not. It, like it's, your, not it's not. It's, it's not my kind of way, but yeah. but then uh, the good thing about me is I will ride like for how many ever kilometers and. Uh, when i see a moment i'll just click that one or two pictures right. and i'm done i'm not going to like sit in like uh right. like click a million pictures and then browse to see which one's the right one that's not me so so i'm still doing what i love doing mm-hmm. and keeping my social media and everything up to date you listening to the bike radio podcast listen connect ride on आप सुन रहे हैं ट्रक शायरी ना कफन में जेब है ना कब्र में अलमारी ना कफन में जेब है ना कब्र में अलमारी तिजारत वक्त की है तिजारत वक्त की है रफ्तार तेरी लाचारी फॉरन प्लीज ओके टाटा हाई एम कैंडी दुस एंड दिस इज द लॉन्ग वे होम Are you still in touch with your friends who used to write? Yes. Yeah, what do they do? But all of them have changed. I think really? I am the only one. That, yeah, they no are. No one's taken to writing? No one has taken to writing. They all have their busy 9 to 6 jobs or 9 to 9 jobs and they hardly even travel these days. That's what makes me so sad is because uh I keep on calling them can we go back on like in those days we had no money but we used to do so much of riding have so much of fun and now they have so much of money but no time Let's to Let's give a shout out to them why don't you take their names right <laughs> Rohan Reena Rita Godwin Vikas Sunil Naresh all of you if you are hearing this podcast please we should definitely go on a ride and experience these times that we had before Yeah. Absolutely. Is there uh, other few new places that you'd like to take them to? 
Oh God! So many new places. Like, Vijay, so you have to you have to really service them. You know the way that they are with you right now. So they all have families and kids and all. So that's okay. That's so the maybe only you'll thing. have to give them some time to yeah. uh, sort that out. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's alright. I think someday in the future we will definitely get back and. Mm-hmm. That's going to be one hell of a reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so what are the kind of places you've been to? You know. So I've been all over India. I think covering twenty two states. I was supposed to do the Seven Sisters as well, but uh, while I was in Guwahati, uh, a lot of people told me do not proceed further because there were flood alerts and okay. a possible earthquake uh, alert as well. Okay. So that's when my parents got a little worried and they said, "Now you've already been on the road for seven months. Come back." When was this? 2015 okay yeah and this was a solo ride completely you were just yeah. on yeah yeah uh, a couple of places i did meet bikers mm-hmm. who would ride with me certain distances but it was like a solo trip for like 7 months okay do you like that um, do, do do you like when yes uh, join you? Be- because i think if you're in a group you don't actually experience real travel is because when you are alone is when uh, the local people people connect to you easy easily because when you're alone people approach you and you are more approachable and people start asking you things mm-hmm. and wonder what are you doing here far away from home because they see the k board few people think it's kerala few people say it's karnataka so Yeah. they are always guessing where are you from some people right. thought i'm from canada so yeah. i don't know <laughs> so yeah sometimes when i would uh, like in bihar and and uh, these places at uh, in 2015 and stuff i would go to a petrol bunk and fill pe- petrol that time they wouldn't know whether i was a boy or girl so they would actually touch my gear to feel what i'm wearing mm-hmm. only when i spoke they would actually know th- that i'm a girl and they say mm-hmm. oh i'm sorry so people are very curious of what are you doing here and uh, stuff like that but i i i never felt that they want to harm you mm-hmm. they like once you actually talk to them and explain what you're doing they are very helpful like because i was riding a royal enfield so my bike broke down most of the time so there were uh there were a lot of uh, truck drivers that mm-hmm. would actually stop and help me out yeah. even burn their fingers while they were helping me and yeah. actually uh help me and most of the time sometimes i couldn't find places to stay in the night and couldn't i wouldn't be able to reach my destination so there are times that i've ridden till 3:34 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. and um i would actually stop at dhabas and and stuff like that but but and i also told you that i pray when i mm-hmm. yeah Yeah so I don't think I would be able to do stuff like this without this press because there are some days that I was thankful that I met a biker like random place like you won't believe when I was in Siliguri and I was riding to Calcutta mm. 
just when I was about to leave, somebody told me that Sohan Roy, sir, mm-hmm. and another biker from uh, Calcutta, Kaleem, is riding to Calcutta. Why don't you join them? So I said, okay, fine, because I've already ridden with the Sohan mm, sir from Pune. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, fine. And I started riding with them. But that was a very good decision because if I would have followed um, my maps, then I was going through the Naxalite areas. Oh. And we reached Calcutta only at 2 a.m. in the in the morning. Mm-hmm. So if I was alone on that route during those night times, I would have definitely got... Um, into trouble. Got into trouble. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened uh, in a few places in Uttar Pradesh and Bihar as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I was riding through there, there would be these people with these big swords or big, uh, like these lati kind of uh, mm-hmm. sticks stopping people on the way. But luckily, I would just go past through them. You're listening to the Michael Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect. Right on. Hi, I'm Candida Lewis, and this is the long way home. So, what do you ride nowadays? Uh, so, I ride a lot of different bikes. I think I ride different bikes every day, but I own a Royal Enfield. Uh, Thunderbird 350 that was gifted to me by my dad yeah. so I actually haven't ever bought a bike <laughs> that's fair yeah that's not the one that break, that keeps breaking down is it yeah. but that's the good thing about the Enfield right it can get fixed it can get, uh, yeah, get fixed anywhere yeah. it also helps you meet a lot more people because you're you're sitting at the garage and a lot of people come to you and talk to you yeah. and ask you what are you doing what are the kind of questions you get on mm-hmm. a regular basis First of all, are you Indian? Okay. Then. And the answer to that is? Yes, I am. (laughs) Then, uh, what are you doing here? Hmm. And then I say, I want to see India. What else do I get? Uh, yeah, all those questions. What's the answer you give to that? Because that's a very obvious question. <laughs> you get that? Uh, no, the the funniest thing that I've been hearing all along is when I'm riding on the bike, there are buses full of people, people in cars, people in other bikes will always point at me and say, it's a girl, it's a girl. Sometimes I feel like I'm actually delivering or something. (laughs) 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 Just seeing a girl for the first time. So it's pretty crazy. But but yeah, I think now since um, uh, 2017, 18, there's a lot more girls out there and men are used to seeing more women. And I, I think that's much better. And it's... I think that is why more women are going and exploring yeah. because it's more safer now, I guess. Right. You're also here in Delhi because of that. We had the first all women's track day. A lot of women are getting into motorcycling now. It's good that we have a lot of women and I also encourage a lot of women. Like when I'm back in Bangalore and ha- have yeah. the time, yeah. I, I make it a point to teach at least 30 women every month to mm-hmm. ride a motorcycle. How do you do that? Motorcycle training for seven days. Oh, okay. We just advertise on 
You won't believe. I don't know why I don't ride in December and Jan because yeah. I understand the, December. Okay, you got the, to be yeah, with family. The best weather actually, yeah, yeah. But but I think because of the financial year, or something year end in March, mm-hmm. uh, I don't get a lot of people coming on my tours during oh, that day. Okay. Okay. So so what do you do? Uh, what's your profession? So since I've been riding a lot and I know a lot of unexplored places and places that a lot of people don't go to then I think that these places are very very beautiful and people should actually see it yeah. so that's when I started taking tours okay and uh, now I'm I am a tour guide okay so so I've been leading a lot of trips and uh, just one year ago i started leading trips internationally as well mm-hmm. and uh, in the next 10 days i'll be leading my fifth uh, trip to bali okay so i not only uh, do bali i lead trips to cambodia south africa swaziland so how would you do bali uh, what route would you take So uh, this is like a completely organized tour so you all you have to do is just fly down to Bali and okay. everything over there is arranged for okay. you so the bikes are given the fuel's taken care of four star accommodation everything is taken care of for the seven days that you are there okay and uh, so you do trips around Bali We'll be doing yeah, yeah. So and even in Bali, we don't take you to the touristy spots at no. all. Okay. We we ride up uh, the active volcano. We we visit a oh lot of God, yeah. We visit a lot of waterfalls. Um, we ride on a secluded black beach. So it's more like a very exotica. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what you can call it. <laughs> Not only do you have an exotic name, mm-hmm. you go to all these exotic places. Yeah. Wow. Next time you're there, I got a friend of mine who runs a restaurant there called It's called Curry in Bali. Oh, lovely! His name is George Thomas. Nice. <laughs> yeah, go check him out. Yeah, I really miss Indian food whenever I'm in Bali. So. <laughs> <laughs> there, so you there you go. So next time you're there in Bali, go check this out. This place is called Curry in Bali. Green Bali, yeah. Hello, I'm Candida Lewis, and you're listening to me on the Biker Radio broadcast. So here's a girl who misses Indian food in Bali, and our next guest is someone who's not missing India one bit. But he was up to his gills on rice noodles until last week, before he met some Indian guy who's working on a hydro project in Vietnam, and he took him in and fed him some butter chicken, Kashmiri pulao, tandoori roti. complete with dahi pudine ki chutney and sirka wala pyaaz hanging around hoyan on the ho chi minh trail in vietnam here is deepak kumar chohan popularly known to everyone as dk dk comes across as a great guy to hang around with he's the go to guy if you don't have a map or you don't even need one or don't have a reason but crave to see the world on a shoestring budget a big thank you to santosh kumar of mtm who put us through to another gem 
So go find DK on Facebook and you'll find you've been wasting money on Netflix all this time. My way. Hello everyone. My name is Deepak Chauhan. I am a rider from Haridwar. I'm riding these days in Southeast Asia. I started like 3 months ago in Bangkok, then I've been almost 1 and 1/2 month in Thailand, then I came to Vietnam and I bought a motorcycle. It's a 100cc motorcycle which you get for 10,000 rupees. a shitty motorcycle so i started riding this motorcycle from hanoi i thought so one month is enough for vietnam but i ended up spending so much time in north of vietnam that my visa started getting over and there was one more thing there is a crazy festival in laos it's a water festival it's more like a holy festival in india without any color but it's fun because everyone is drinking riding cars motorcycle and throwing water on each other I've been to another festival which is rocket festival. These people go crazy during the Laos New Year. They make uh, like three stories high rocket they fire up in the sky. And the reason they do is because they believe there's a ancient legend which says this if you fire these rockets up in the sky, the rain of god will bring rain on us. Then I thought okay let's do the remaining Vietnam because there is so much to see in Vietnam. I mean till so far the countries I have visited in Southeast Asia I have found Vietnam really amazing. Whenever you are riding on the roads there will be small kids on the street they will say you hello. Whenever you take a stop to eat food the first thing you hear is like a hello and a smile. That makes this journey more interesting so I just keep riding from one place to another. I was following this Ho Chi Minh Trail, which was used during the Vietnam War, and now it's more like a tourist attraction. Every place is on this road, and currently I'm staying in a city named Hoi An. I arrived in Hoi An like two days ago. So fucking hot here. It used to be a very important city during the Vietnam War, but nowadays it became a, like a party hub. There are crazy party going on all the time. It's cheap. It's, it's super cheap. I could say, in just fifteen dollar, you could stay in a hostel with a swimming pool. You could drink a lot of beer. You could go to parties. You can eat a lot of food. And what else you need? Just for fifteen dollar. That's less than I think one thousand rupees. Even when I'm partying every day, that time I'm spending fifteen dollar. So it's much cheaper. Normally my budget is ten dollar per day. I will be staying here for two more nights because you need to party to keep you moving. From here, I will be moving towards Ho Chi Minh, which is the end of this Ho Chi Minh Trail. But it will take few more days. That's all for today. I would say I will give you update again later on. Signing off. I am Deepak Chauhan for the Biker Radio Broadcast. This is my way. My way. You're listening to the Michael Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Okay, bhai. Uh, so, मुझे तो नहीं लग रहा. DK is not coming back in a hurry, man. <laughs> What a guy. So, last track, he was dancing to what is that song? Uh, I'm a Barbie girl by Aqua in some disco in Vietnam. Can you believe it? What a guy man. <laughs> okay, let's get back on the long way home now. Once again, please welcome Candida Lewis. 
Hi, I'm Candida Lewis and this is The Long Way Home. Because I want people to experience what I've experienced and I'm not doing it for like the money or whatever. All the trips that I do are very minimally charged. Like the Bali trip for seven days with bikes, accommodation, everything is hardly 55,000. Pretty good deals. So, what is the enterprise called that you run? I mean, uh, this is for somebody, or is that India on a motorcycle? Uh, so, uh, all the people that I get for the trips and everything are through India on a motorcycle, okay. but uh, all the trips that I am doing are advertised on Beyond Travel. What is Beyond Travel? Beyond Travel is a travel company that specializes in women only and adventure tours. So right now, because of me, they have a separate category called biking, which I lead. Okay. Yeah. Just a lot of on my plate now. (laughs) Yeah, good. Wow. And you've got a long way to go. Yeah, and you won't believe in the last two and a half years, I've already done around 39 motorcycle tours. Leather, Australians, Americans, Indians. So it's going pretty well. How many pages in your passport? Uh, I I think this is my third passport. Third passport? The fatter one? <laughs> <laughs> you must be a regular at the passport no, office. No, no, no. <laughs> so this year, I don't think I'm going to have any stamps because I'm going to be riding. Hmm. Yeah, but I will have stamps. Yeah. yeah, I will have stamps. So, so what kind of stamps are these? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us something about the stamps that <laughs> will appear on your passport. <laughs> Exotic stamps? Not really. Not really? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I will uh, do these small clippings on my way and send it to you all. So you all are... Sure, sure, sure. What kind of rides do you have to do? I mean, we saw you, Vijay Singh had something going in uh, Jaipur. I think it was a Harley Davidson. Uh, flat track. The flat track, right. Yeah. Right. You were there. You're there at all the events that are happening around the country. Yeah, because I've been updating a lot of my travels and because I have so many followers actually yeah. following me. And because I've been selling my tours only through my social media and not actually like uh, spending any money for marketing I think a lot of companies and uh, brands have seen that and are approaching me to promote whatever they're doing so I'm kind of become like an influencer now which is crazy I never ever thought I would be an influencer are you liking this place? it's a new thing and I'm learning every day is different but it's pretty cool because right now I get to ride so many different bikes and on different terrains from riding on the flat track to riding on the Buddha International Circuit I think if I hadn't started with those posting of pictures and showing people what I was doing I wouldn't have ended up doing what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. so it's pretty cool yeah Hello, I'm Candida Lewis and you're listening to me on the Biker Radio Broadcast. What's been your favorite trip till now? I think I I really enjoyed um, riding through Swaziland and South Africa because Mm -hmm. 
like Swaziland is called the mountain kingdom so mm-hmm. it's every biker's dream to actually ride on this curves and um, bends but apart from that i really enjoyed uh, riding with the xphp team in australia mm-hmm. because uh, it was so full of uh, wildlife like first of all i never knew that uh, australia had snow so i was pretty surprised when i reached uh, jindubyne to find so much of snow because you won't believe i was in the us when i got a call saying that i won a competition so within a day i flew from the us to australia and i started riding there so i had no what competition did you win one of the xbhps uh, competition okay yeah they had this thing going on on facebook where they would select one winner to okay. ride with them right. so sunny and sunil were doing a 20000 km in in australia right. and they were going to select someone to do the uh the last 2000 km of the trip okay yeah and uh, and i was in the us and i just had one week of time or 10 days and then after that i was supposed to fly to bali so i actually got selected for the trip and in those 10 days i actually flew to to australia one day to the other yeah to the other and the very next day even though there was a big jet lag or whatever wow. i rode for 800 or 900 kilometers on the first day itself wow. <laughs> and so where did you start sorry sorry where Mm-hmm. Yeah, from uh, we started from Melbourne. Uh, the funny thing was, I was actually supposed to ride the Ducati Panigale, and Sunil uh, or Sunny was supposed to ride the Ninja H2, which is supposed to be the fastest production bike. Right. But because there there was such a short notice to these guys, yeah. like one of them was supposed to fly back to India and I was supposed to go and ride the other bike. Right. But because I did not have that much of time yeah. and all three of us were there, they suddenly arranged the Royal Enfield for me over there also in Australia. You were riding a Royal Enfield in yeah. Australia? Yeah. Wow. So I was actually riding a Royal Enfield with these two super fast bikes along <laughs> with me so it was very difficult to keep up with them most <laughs> of the time sunny wasn't but sunil was very nice he would always yeah. follow me so would follow you yeah on the ducati <laughs> i like so, to have a look at the ducati <laughs> i'm not sure what it would have said <laughs> Yeah, but I try to keep up. I would like full power. So you start from Melbourne. Yeah, f- we started from Melbourne, and even though Melbourne to Sydney is a very short route, but we actually took the mountains and the snowy mountain route. So it was very, very beautiful, and and it was really amazing. Yeah, so I couldn't process it that Australia actually had so much of snow. Yeah. and uh, we reached this place jindabyne mm-hmm. at around 8 in the night and there was still another 30 or 40 kilometers for us to halt that night so while we were riding we actually saw so many kangaroos and wombats and 
and uh, koalas and mm-hmm. all that on the road so it, it was so amazing to actually see everything like wow run in front of you so i really enjoyed that road that was yeah. really nice and then on from sydney uh, so it took us like 5 6 uh, 5 to 6 days to go from melbourne to sydney mm-hmm. so it was a very very short trip okay so you did the melbourne to sydney stretch yeah oh wow uh, 2200 kilometers or something like that really is yeah. that it's that long we we took oh, a, you, you know, you, Because you know the XBHP uh, team like a lot of good photos, right? So they okay. would never take the straight route. Yeah. From all my years of riding, I've never had such good pictures than what I got in those five days. <laughs> wow. You're listening to the Michael Radio Podcast. Listen, connect, ride on. So next up is the Biker Radio soundboard. Last week we spoke about how to prepare your mind and body for a high altitude road trip. Vikram Virmani from Total Trails joins us this time with his top 10 on the list of choosing and preparing your bike for a high altitude mountain ride. The Biker Radio soundboard. This is Vikram Virmani from Total Trails. We organize motorcycling tours around the world. As part of the BRR soundboard this time I want to talk about choosing and preparing your motorcycle for the upcoming Himalayan adventure. To make sure this ride remains one of the most memorable rides ever, choosing the right motorcycle is the key. As is learning the right way to secure that luggage on the motorcycle. As a thumb rule any motorcycle over 300 cc and 25 horsepower would easily cruise in the mountains of Ladakh. However, occasionally you would experience power loss when climbing up the passes. This is because air is thin and the engine is not getting enough air to mix with the petrol. I would suggest to tune the engine on a rich fuel setting. This however comes at a cost of low fuel economy. Secondly, get a motorcycle with good ground clearance. It will help when you cross those streams, nalas, or ride over bad and under construction stretch of road. To check the ideal height of the motorcycle vis-a-vis your height, Stand with the motorcycle between your legs and plant your feet on the ground. If your feet reach the ground comfortably without straining your ankles, then the motorcycle is a good fit. Point number 3. You need a motorcycle with a big tank as fuel stations can be hard to find along the way. For example, on the Manali Leh highway, the only proper fuel station is at the outpost of Tandi, just few kilometers before Kilong. And the next one is around 365 kilometers away, just about 50 kilometers short of Leh. So ideally, you need about 10 liters of spare fuel, especially if you take detours along the way. Number four is ensuring a good riding posture. It is very important that your back should be upright, shoulders relaxed, and arms not fully stretched towards the handlebar. If needed, adjust the tilt of the handlebar according to the length of your arms, so that when extended. Your fingers should be right above the clutch and brake levers. Point number 5. Before every long ride, make sure your motorcycle is properly serviced. The engine oil and brake fluid stopped up and any loose nuts tightened. The motorcycle should be double checked for any faults. Number 6. Your motorcycle should be fitted with off-road or dual-purpose tires. This ensures better grip and control of motorcycle on gravel roads or under construction roads. Tubeless tires are certainly better. Carry snow chains if you are likely to encounter snowfall. 
also learn how to attach them on your tires number 7 is to carry these bare essentials when on a ride a puncture repair kit or new front and rear tubes an air inflator spare clutch and accelerator cables spark plugs some fuses a complete set of allen keys and open ended spanners number 8 please please learn how to tighten and recalibrate the motorcycle drive chain and clutch also carry a chain cleaner and loop any brand like modulo 3m or equivalent is good enough and adjust and clean the chain every 500 km a perfectly calibrated clutch makes gear shifting easier and smooth and reduces any lag number 9 The air filter should be cleaned regularly or if required replaced with an aftermarket air filter. You would need filters which are specially made for better air intake at high altitudes. In extreme cases where motorcycle is experiencing a lot of power loss, remove the filter while climbing up a high mountain pass and reattach it once descending. Number 10. Your luggage should be properly secured on the motorcycle. Use correct tension bungee cords to secure dry bags in place. Use saddle bags along with saddle stays. I would personally advise against using metal panniers as they are prone to breakage due to rough roads and increased vibrations. Take the time to figure out if you have the right horse to go up the mountain. If you don't, fret not. Delhi and Chandigarh offer good rental services where you could pick up a stallion of your choice. Next week we'll talk about packing for your trip. Till then, ride hard and stay safe. This is Vikram for the Biker Radio Soundboard. Bike Radio Soundboard. Well, 13th of May, you may want to participate in Essential Lay that's being put together by Eagle Rider India at the Oras and the Bikers Cafe in Gurgaon, where Joshua John of Sparkplug Talks is facilitating the Q and A. You're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. On the Biker Radio Broadcast, I'm Sunny and I'm Shandy, and we're on the long way home with Candida Lewis. who's gaining popularity rapidly as a trailblazer on social media yet she comes across as a very private person and we asked who she wanted to listen to on the biker radio broadcast and she said i would love to listen to people that are actually riding yeah, and like- uh, influencing other people and like on the bud international circuit yeah. i that was the first time that i met simran and his father yeah. and they really impressed me like even though i think he's um, he's a record holder on the bud international circuit but when we were riding along with him yeah. he was there to teach us and show us how to do it so that's people who i admire even vijay singh yeah. like mm-hmm. even though he's a fantastic racer and uh, also builds bikes and everything he supports actual bikers like even when the harley davidson event happened at the john singh speedway i was not actually invited for it because i don't really have the following on social media but vijay singh personally invited me and anam because he knew that we have a little of the biking talent and he could help us mm-hmm. so i really admire people like that that don't actually go by numbers but but is doing something to yeah. help us yeah. yeah you're listening to the michael radio broadcast listen connect ride on hi i'm candida lewis and this is the long way home 
So what was Simran doing on the track? He was actually teaching me lines and how to uh, lean and uh, it was really good. What is the line? <laughs> I, we got no idea. What we have no idea. You know, there was hundreds of lines around that place. I, mean, yeah. I don't, we don't know what you're talking about. He understands more about lines than I do because yeah. he's a trained architect. But what is the line? <laughs> The general rule on the circuit is out in out. So there's the out in out what? Out in out of every corner and hitting mm-hmm. the apex and stuff. So all these races have a certain line that they take mm-hmm. uh, to meet that perfect. Uh, okay, the route that your bike takes yeah, is the line. Is the line? Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, at the perfect line, and you get that. You you so the fastest you are on on a curve is the line that you have to take. Right. Or, does so, it depend on the motorcycle you're on, or is that universal? It does depend on on the motorcycles as well, because okay. every motorcycle has different so power. So the field will have a different line, and uh, I do. Yeah. Or KTM 390. Yeah, I don't one. think you can really ride the Royal Enfield without, like, you have to change a few things on it to, to ride on the track. But yeah, yeah. So it was really nice of him to actually train, train no, us. And, and that just happened uh, while you were there. Yeah. It happened before or later. No. Uh, as in, it just happened. You just got together on the track, and he was there. Yeah, he was uh, there guiding. Like people like that who suddenly see that you want to learn, right. he, mm-hmm. and he suddenly sees talent, and he's there to guide you along. So that's right. really nice. Yeah. Great guys. We spoke to both the father and the son. And they were just nice people. Yeah. So what was it like? What was the first uh, thought that came to you? Uh, the track on the motorcycle? First of all, it was very overwhelming because the Buddh International Circuit is huge. Yeah. Like you can even get lost on it. It's that big. Mm-hmm. But then after the first... Um, uh, this is not like a track in... Uh, in Chennai or Coimbatore? No, no, no. no. It's not like a mud track somewhere in the middle of a jungle. <laughs> it's like a, a track made over 5.4 kilometers. Well, but it's very d- different. And there's so many cameras always uh, mm. looking at what you're doing. So you always like make sure... You, you're not too slow. But you were was, riding a BMW. I was riding a BMW S1000RR on the track was very very amazed and I would love to do that again (laughs) (laughs) I really loved that bike because the throttle control the braking the power on that bike was crazy is is that the most powerful bike you've ever been on? Uh, I've ridden a I've ridden a 1200 GS I've also ridden a Ninja H2 Hmm. Yeah, but uh, every bike is different. different. And uh, I think this one, the BMW S1000R on the track was perfect. I wouldn't have wanted any other bike there. So, yeah. And I think a little more of these track sessions and I I could become like Neharika. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she is amazing. She's another inspirational woman, yeah. You're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. 
I am Candida Lewis and this is The Long Way Home. If you had the opportunity to ride with anybody, fictional or real, out of history or contemporary times, who would it be and why? I would definitely choose Princess Diana because I think growing up, even though I was very young, uh but i've always been inspired by her the way she connects with people the way uh like like for all those people that have even seen her picture once it's always been captured in their minds and they can always connect to her and so i want to be like that person who can like not only um like i want to touch people's lives and inspire more people out there to do to to achieve their dreams and and uh, to dream big and yeah so i i would definitely want to ride with her sometime you listening to the michael radio podcast listen connect ride on I am Candida Lewis and this is the long way home. What do you think about Biker Radio Rockers? I think it's pretty cool because I think this is the first one in India, right? I I think you're doing a really good job by getting people's stories out there and uh, I've heard a lot of broadcasts in the US and stuff. Right. right now they're doing very well because they've started much earlier so i think right. since you all are the first ones and in the future you all would definitely do very well yeah. and i hope that uh, uh, we could help you get to that level that will be awesome <laughs> yeah yeah canada thank you so much for being on the show on the long way home It was brilliant having you. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> yes, I certainly did. I don't know how I spoke so much, <laughs> but thank you for making me feel comfortable and getting all the answers out. <laughs> there's, there's, there's lots of questions still to go, so we will hopefully sit with you again. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> that's it. Show some up. And the next time, our show is going to be out of the single digits. Can you believe it? we started and we couldn't have believed it at all so we just about forgot to tell you that google hmm are ha hum to aap se asli baat kehna bhul gaye google has solved all the app problems now just type piker radio broadcast remember it's r o d c a s t broadcast in chrome or google search and you'll come across a few play buttons of our episodes just play anyone and if you like what you just heard subscribe no apps no more every time we have a new show google will let you know the man's turning into a poet you bet for for those who want to keep up the crowdsourcing of our content going and want to participate in it the number is 8920276675 and the mail id is mail at brrodcast.com that's mail at brrodcast.com that's all for the road now time to call it a day i'm shandy and i'm sunny saying adios namaste shab khair or as dk would be saying i'm yet i'm yet yet <laughs> that translated into biker radio broadcast is 